Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Rendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. And available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify oh, bell next to it shape, aren't you? to make sure you always got your new going and run notifications. The audio listeners would have no idea that uh, I am still I'm still uh, recovering a little bit from yeah. Saturday night. Uh, but anyway, thanks for coming out with me, man. I had a blast. Oh, yeah, it was fun. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but my, my, I'm just not used to staying up that late. I anymore. am too old to be doing yeah. that on a yeah. regular basis. Yeah, it wasn't so much the the, the drinking. It was just being up too late. It was. It was everything. It was everything. I. I. I, I actually went hard <laughs> all night. So wow. Anyways, that was fun. Um, but yeah, when, the older you get, it just takes longer to recover. Yeah, you can't just bounce back like that. Nope. So anyways, uh, yeah, this is of course going in raw. We are available wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, leave us a rating, review, or a comment if you're listening to us on your podcast app. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there. Yeah. And uh, we might have some new patrons. I know we got a yeah, new yeah, one this morning. Yeah, weekend, I think. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I don't know how to say this name, uh, but I'm going to try because I believe it's in a different language. Uh, uh, Hayak Mokag. I don't know what that is. But anyways, there's somebody who was a paid new patron this thank morning. Thank you. And thank you so much. And then I think we got a couple more from over the weekend. Let me load them up right now. Because at $1, even at $1, you get a brand new, or you get a shout-out here on the out. show. Shout-out, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, yeah. Back on Thursday, Anthony F. Content uh, resubbed to the Patreon. And then yesterday, I eked out a victory in fantasy football Ooh. against him. We went head-to-head. And he had, I had, at one point, I was a 14% chance of winning. And you stormed back. And huh? I stormed. No, he, he choked. Oh. Because right. he had, um, what's his name? Michelle? 
Oh, um, Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Yeah. And then he had Vance McDonald. Yeah, the tight end for the Steelers. And they both just whiffed. Yeah. Whiffed in last night's game. So that's awesome. I like to remind him of that. We also have new patrons Jason Michael Foote, uh, the Kareem of Wheat, Scott Strine, uh, Matt Riddle, Bill Goldberg agreed to dis. Oh, that's. <laughs> That's Fightful Select. Oh. <laughs> I thought somebody had a clever Patreon name. That's just a Fightful Select article yeah, we're, we're going to talk about bit, later. Yeah, we a little bit, man. Uh, Troy Cockrell, Emperor Hodge, and then the, the nice fellow that I met that, that, that was on the Patreon this morning. So thank you very thank much. Thank you all. Thank you. <laughs> People thank have you. crazy thank names. You. And I didn't realize that when I put on my t- typical Patreon search term in my email, Fightfuls came in as well. Yeah, so. yeah Fightful Select uh, on Patreon. If you haven't. Go subscribe to them. They oh, it's terrific, work. man. Yeah, Great it's, work. It's, it's it's really good stuff. It is really good stuff. So other than uh, going out, how was your weekend? Good? Quality um, stuff? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Although it sounds like your Sunday was more or less ruined. Uh, no, I wouldn't say ruined because like, so my parents took Bama. Yeah. So like, we really had nothing to do except for rest. So, I mean, my, my, like, my headache was gone by like one. That's good. And then I was able to just do nothing. I watched the new, I watched the Chappelle uh, special. Yeah, how was that? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. It was fantastic. You have to check it out. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, I want to. I've, 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 I think I've seen the other two he has. He's on in Netflix. full on, I'm old and don't give an F anymore. You know, I watched, uh, I mentioned the Stars Born over the weekend, finally saw that. I forgot that Dave Chappelle's in that. Yes, he is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I love Chappelle, man. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's something else I was going to bring up, and it's on the tip of my... Fr- oh, man. So last night, last night, I was on Twitch. I'll just bring this up real quick because you would love this. So I went through. I created Slow Wolf Pack yeah. on, uh, in my league on yes, NBA yes. 2K20, yes. right? Yes. It was exhilarating. So uh, we're playing. Uh, Sacramento now has two teams. Uh, the Kings and uh, they. The, there's a new arena, the Del Taco Arena. Where's that at in town? It's in the suburbs, Roseville, I guess. All right. Did I'll you get to select where the, the arena was? Just it's you just have the option of the city or the suburbs. All right. And this and uh, yeah. So uh, and then I I selected, you know, so I created the Slow Wolf Pack team, mm-hmm. and then all the other teams I made the best ofs. So I didn't make them. It has like they, you know, all time lineups. Two K has all time lineups. Gotcha. So those are all the teams I'm competing against. Oh wow! But then we did a draft. Yeah. And every permutation of every character. So there's like 18 Shacks in oh, my that's league. Cool. There's like 12 Jordans. How many Shacks do you have on your team? Only one. I didn't double up on anybody on my team. But listen to the starting lineup. All right. All right. Uh, Nash at the point. Mm-hmm. Scotty Pippen at the small forward. All right. Uh, I got uh, Shaq at my center. Yeah, Tracy McGrady, and oh, Tracy McGrady's great. You're not a big T Mac fan? I mean, he's a good scorer. Then he scored. He scored like 13 points in like six seconds. Yeah, or something no, he's crazy a really good like scorer. That. But I, mean, oh, I can man. think of if, if this is all time lapse, I can think of other. Well, here's the thing: you're you're drafting. I understand. So like, but if there's 12 Jordans, that means half the team, almost half the team's at least have a Jordan. I exaggerated. Okay. There's, I mean, there's, okay. there's probably six because right. I saw All like, right. but you know, and it's it's one of the it's a kind of draft where like you're number one and then go, yeah. So I, you know, oh, I get another draft? one at 60. Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. Okay. So All right. there were no more Jordans on Sorry. the board. Sorry. Uh, anyways, I got Nash, Pippen, McGrady, Shaq, and then I forget who my power forward is. I forget. Carl Malone. No, I didn't choose him alone. Tim Duncan. No. Uh, but I've also got Latrell Spreewell on my team. Good. Oh, Dennis Rodman's on my team. All right. 
Uh, who else is on my team? Uh, George Gervin's on my team. Good. Iceman. Uh, Iceman. Uh, Bobby Jackson is Good. like my third guard. Good. Oh, I forget who my second guard is. Anyways, it's a classic lineup. I suck at that game, though. I'm yeah. so bad. You just simulate everything. I'm so bad. Anyways, 80 years of a dynasty. That's what I'm aiming for. That's I know what happens after the 80 years. That's what I'm really curious about. No, oh, man. No, no. The earth falls off into the ocean, I guess. Maybe. The earth falls off into the ocean. Yeah. Wow. All right. Take the basketball, man. <laughs> but I'm terrible at that, too. Mm, I guess so. Uh, I took Shaq with my number one pick. <laughs> what, what, what year of Shaq? Is it Lakers Shaq? Shaq at, I think Miami at, Heat Shaq. Boston Celtics Shaq. He's 29. He's 29. So that would have been... I feel like 29 is a really good year. Probably a Laker at that point. In 2004, I think. That's the tail end of his Laker run. Because right. he came into the league like 19. Yeah, yeah, 19, yeah, yeah. I think that was 93. Yeah, sounds right. Shaq at his laziest. That's what I was really going for. Before he was like too old. Well, you got to wait till he's on the heat when Dwayne Wade handled the load. Yeah. But that's when he's just too old. I wanted him lazy at his prime. Okay. Like when he really just could have been killing everybody, but he didn't go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I want most most resentful Kobe Shaq. That's uh, what I want. Jeffrey Nguyen has a great point here. Barkley is criminally underrated. Man, Charles Barkley was great. I didn't even see Barkley on the board. That's weird. They got snapped up first 12 picks. All the Barkley's gone. Could be. Now, of course, the, the next the next like five out of the next you know 10 were all jordans it was like jordan 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 Jordan. of course but i got shaq number one <laughs> what you picked first of all and got shaq yeah <laughs> i thought yeah man you gotta take risks in life baby i got <sighs> murdered in my first game yeah i got killed no jordan no lebron chris mullins murdered my team he was just freaking shooting Sh- yeah lights man. out yeah man lights out three balls yeah. all over the place anyways let's talk about uh, so there's a huge Raw tonight at Madison Square Garden. I think the first time in about a decade. Yeah. They, uh, an episode of Raw and SmackDown tomorrow has emanated from the world's greatest arena. That's what they call it. Yeah. Del Taco Arena. So to commemorate the event, ESPN spoke to Becky Lynch, Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Charlotte Flair in advance of tonight's show. Um, and the four horsemen, we'll get to it more later, are taking part in a tag team contest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so uh, ESPN spoke to them about their huge match tonight. And their future in WB, as far as the Madison Square Garden component of it, Becky said, quote, it's a pretty big moment, especially in somewhere like MSG, where it's so historical. It's a whole different kettle of fish now, and I'm a whole different woman now. Bailey um, said as well, the four of us will always be tied together and having a match with all of us in a place like MSG is special. I came up to the main roster last, and this is one of the only times we've all been the ring together on the main roster, which is crazy to think. Um, Sasha added, Quote, it's really crazy to know that I'm going to be in the ring with these girls that I started with and I haven't been in the ring with for a very long time. And finally, Charlotte said about tonight, quote, our stories are so intertwined if you go back to the beginning. But I will say for Monday, this is the first time the four of us have been on Raw together, just the four of us in a solo storyline, which is pretty insane to think about. Mm, yeah. Of course, when uh, uh, Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky got brought together, it was in it was all in the factions. Mm-hmm. Uh, team Bad, uh, not Submission, Submission Sorority. Sorority. They changed that name because PBJ or Team P and B and C. Page PBC PCB I PCB think. yeah CBD yeah something like that something like that. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy to think what four years from their main roster run or however long it's been that yeah. finally the four of them are just gonna be in the ring together. 
This is something that every that like all the fans of theirs have wanted for a very long time, oh, yes. and it seemed like a no brainer from like the moment they stepped onto the main mm-hmm. roster, and then it's just you know it, it was what it was. But, yeah, I mean we haven't even got Sasha versus Bailey in the main roster yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's bizarre. And one of the best matches in NXT history. Yeah, I mean Bailey's the, two of them. the first. When was what? Do you remember what year was Bailey called up? Like 2017, 2016. When was that? How long has she been around the main roster now? It was like later than everybody else. So we went to May in Orlando. No, it was a year prior. SummerSlam. That's twenty six. Must be twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And for the first early twenty seventeen, two years of her run, it just was. It didn't work. Like mm-hmm. they could not figure mm-hmm. out. The, honestly, what seemed like the easiest thing to figure out. I mean, she should have been the John Cena in the women's division. Right. Exactly. It seemed that was the case. And they they couldn't figure that out. And it seems. And I don't know if it's a matter of of. Sasha holding out and them understanding, oh man, we really need to do something. Or, I mean, that could that could be some element of it, you know, because mm-hmm. Vince Vince loves when people show that they have leverage. Yeah, and Sasha leaving at Mania saying, "Hey, we're worth more than this," you know, this is what we need to be doing something more than this. Yeah, that maybe that maybe that's what you know, give him a kick in the pants. Maybe Vince saw like how well the. The main event did went over at Mania this past year, like yeah. in that the walls didn't come crumbling down. Yeah. And he saw more money. We heard very soon after Mania that they were looking to set up the next main event very quickly after. Well, yeah, and then we heard that wasn't gonna involve Ronda Rousey. Right. And so, you know, you gotta figure maybe uh maybe that's what they had in mind. Yeah. You know. So yeah. who knows? Who knows? And, but yeah. speaking of a Mania main event, mm-hmm. Charlotte spoke to that and she says she hopes to see after tonight, of course, the four horsemen all together again in the ring at WrestleMania. Quote, yes. I hope the future holds the four of us in a fatal four-way in the main event of WrestleMania. That's what I hope the future holds. I'm not saying it's this year, next year, the next or the year, next after that. But eventually, I truly believe the fatal four-way will be a main event match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're laying the groundwork to do it. Strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. You know, because you never know. Injuries can take people out of the game or mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But, I mean, they've got Becky Lynch featured in these ESPN ads. Yeah. And uh, and you know Sasha, they're they're treating all them like the A story. They got this big big tag match coming up tonight at uh, yes. Madison Square Garden. Would, I would expect probably to be an event. Although, oh, I have no doubt it's going to be. I have definitely no doubt should it's be unless be. they can do this contract signing to end the show because Stone Cold's there. Oh, that's a good point too. Unless they actually go through with the Stone Cold getting attacked by the Fiend thing, which is a possibility. Yeah, they should totally do that. I think that's a great idea. <clears throat> Get the Fiend over. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. 
when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if, if Stone Cold gives the green light to that. I don't know if... What if the feed hits him with a stunner? If it's a good-looking stunner, I'd be all for it. I mean, Becky hit Stone Cold the stunner in his show. He sold the crap out of yeah, it, man. too. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe that was him laying the ground. He was like, oh, i got to put some of, these, you know, some of these kids over. Because you know who's not doing it? Bishop! Yeah. 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 But uh, I don't know, man. I'd love to see that. I think it'd be great. I think that instead of them having to... I'm not going to say carry necessarily, but obviously Ronda Rousey was the least experienced person in the yeah. ring at this past mania and not to take anything away from her because I think her star, star power is absolutely why mm-hmm. um, they landed the main event. Although I still kind of think that there wasn't a whole lot. Yeah. I don't know if Kofi would have main evented. I don't know. Now with some hindsight, if Ronda Rousey wasn't around and they were still trying to go down the Becky Charlotte route, you think yeah. that, I mean, that would have had a chance at main it would have had a right? chance. I think though, they probably would have went with Seth versus Brock. Probably. That's probably the inclination. I think that the Becky Charlotte thing could have been hot enough to. Oh, totally. I agree. Feud towards it. the tail end of last year. I was think great. Kofi was really hot yeah. too. So yeah. um, here at not to change the subject totally, but to go back to the stone cold thing, this is what they could do. Just right. have the contract signing going down. Maybe Seth and Braun or Braun or something. Stone cold's hanging out. Lights go down, Finn gets back in the ring, mm-hmm. and like Seth goes over to protect Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. So we get the theme of the segment. He doesn't have to lay out Stone Cold. Seth is the one that ends up getting laid out. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I kind of feel like it's either Stone Cold gets laid out or nothing. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Because he already laid out Foley. Mm-hmm. That might have been like, you know, Foley saying, hey, if I'm laying down. I mean, he lays down for everybody, though. Yeah. So I don't know. Same man. with Kurt Angle. He laid out Kurt Angle. But. Mm hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Kurt Angle lost to Baron Corbin at WrestleMania as the last match. That was a big deal, man. They got a lot out of that. Did they? Yeah. Look at Baron Corbin now. He's going to be king of the ring, man. No, he's not. He thinks he is. Yeah. He he thinks so much. He's burning farts into that throne, man. Yeah, no, that's an issue. Heck, yeah. Absolutely. Huge issue. Uh, Speaking of issues, let's talk Matt Riddle and Goldberg. Uh, They have had their issues. Um, Of course, Matt Riddle... Uh, told of a conversation he and Goldberg had uh, SummerSlam before the show. Yeah. Uh, where Riddle saw his locker room, uh, went, they introduced each other. Uh, Goldberg told Matt Riddle they had some talking to do. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a conversation that they would maybe pick up at a certain point down the line. Well, it turns out that conversation did pick up after the show, according to Feifel. This is what Feifel had to say. Quote, one source close to the situation told us that Matt Riddle and Goldberg did have a conversation that followed SummerSlam and that the two decided to agree to disagree. Bro. Another source on the production end of things said that WB knows what it's doing with Riddle and Goldberg and the initial conversation was filmed just in case and that WB didn't exactly put Riddle on the watch along by accident. Yeah. Of course they, they didn't. Uh, that same source in production said that they and several others were stunned at how much more Matt Riddle got it as pertains to building a potential marquee match than Goldberg, who was said to have a chip on his shoulder and taking things way too seriously. You know, man, when you get old, you get maybe a little bit prideful. You know what? I kind of, I kind of feel like Goldberg is always taking things kind of seriously in terms of protecting 
the Goldberg mystique. It's made him a lot of money, though. It has. It's made him a lot. Like, he wouldn't have been able to come back and convincingly, convincingly been in a program with Brock Lesnar if he didn't take that approach. Oh, and I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't trying to say, I'm, I'm talking trash. I'm saying he's yeah. always kind of taken himself pretty darn seriously in yeah. terms of it pertains to how he presents his character on TV. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, especially following the embarrassment of that match against Undertaker, um, he probably really is conscientious about protecting yeah. his it's character. A, it's a sore thing. The, I mean, it's, it's to swallow your pride in that, in that uh, or to have to deal with that, the Saudi Arabia match and how much of a debacle it was, mm-hmm. uh, and then have some dude who, you know, Matt Riddle, he's still in, it, just perception-wise, like we know better, and the true fans know otherwise that Matt Riddle is a stud and he's going to be doing big, big things. Mm-hmm. But right now he's not at the name level of an Austin Foley Undertaker, even a Rollins or, or, or Bray Wyatt. Not quite, no. And so Goldberg probably just sees him as some dude who's talking crap. And then WWE, to a degree, is encouraging that. Oh, absolutely. And enabling him and saying, hey, go on this watch along and then talk crap. Yeah. Um, so I can see how Goldberg would be. But you're right. Like, it's obvious that the guy doesn't have the same sort of big picture vision. Like, this could be a big, big match. This yeah. could be a big deal, and it can get Matt Riddle over to a huge oh, degree. And it's, it's interesting that apparently people in WWE are just finding out that Matt Riddle is good at prolonging or, or, or hyping up programs when, like, pretty much any dude, anybody who's gotten anywhere in the indies, that's how you get that way, get there in the indies. Yeah, I know. It's promoting yourself. I know, I know. It, number one, it's not shocking that people in WWE don't know that. Yeah. And number two, don't be so sure that WWE, like when you when when you said when you read the bit about you know WWE, uh, uh, wait, where is the uh, WWE didn't exactly put Riddle on the watch along by accident. Yeah. Don't be so sure about like that's that's kind of surprise. That's a little bit surprising to me because how often has the right hand not known what the left oh, hand totally. was doing? Back when he was when Matt Riddle was doing his initial in Twitter videos talking trash about Goldberg around the Saudi Arabia match. You know, we'd heard that he they had talked to him about it, but not necessarily in terms of, hey, you got to stop doing this. Right, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what, yeah, I didn't know what the conversations were. I, I think that there are a lot of people in WWE that on the lower side of things, like the watch-along stuff, that are very savvy mm-hmm. and would totally be like, oh, man, we have to get Riddle in here. But the idea that, you know, up up to Vince and Paul Heyman, I mean, Paul Heyman's a pretty savvy guy. But, you know, they do things so – sometimes no, they I just understand. demonstrate yeah, yeah. such an obliviousness. And, that, and I understand the, the idea that it seems like a lot of times that there's things that go on a digital that seemingly uh, happen without Vince's uh, green light. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. It's entirely possible this is the case, but it seems like someone high up the ladder was aware of stuff. Which is great. Yes. Which is awesome. It's, it's very I'm sure Triple H knows he might not be hands-on with everything, all the comings and goings of all the talent in NXT – I'm sure he's aware. Oh, Triple H is savvy as heck. Yep. No, well, Triple H is the guy. I mean, come on, like with him, and then like we've heard Regal showing up at PWG back in the day and he Evolve shows. Bloodsport. Those dudes, Regal, him and Triple H, they freaking know, yep. man. They know what's going on. Yep. Like, like you said, you can't. Nobody's gonna get to NXT without understanding how to build their brand in the mm-hmm. first place. You know. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna be in the crowd if nobody knows who they are. Exactly. And you gotta hustle, hustle to do yeah. that. Yeah. Anyways. Somebody else who's hustling, Larson. Shane McMahon trying to 
trying to uh, figure out who should be going down. Also, to the, his way to a verdict in this yeah. case he's been serving. Turn yourself in. I was awkwardly trying to get my way to an Ed Edwards reference. Awkwardly, indeed. So <laughs> Shane hasn't been on TV in a while. Um, and after being like the, the focus of SmackDown pretty much all through the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a recent Wrestling Observer Radio, Melster mentioned something about Vince apparently forgetting about or forgetting about Shane's storyline. Yeah. And so during his uh, uh, flurry of rewrites in recent weeks, Shane's been pushed to the wayside. However, according to Wrestling Inc., it could be uh, another reason why Shane O'Mac has been away from TV. Well, an actual reason. Yeah. Apparently, he's been serving jury duty. <laughs> right. Some dude on Twitter posted a picture of himself and Shane in a courthouse. Yeah. So he's just been on jury duty. Yeah, man. Boy, the feds are trying to get me to do federal jury duty. That's crazy. That's for the entire month. I gotta check my. Uh, I gotta check my uh, status. I've been waiting for like a good day, like you know, when you're having a good day, and then check it because then it'll be like a good thing on it because you know your odds are better. No, if, you, if you're an incredibly way. superstitious person. But if, but but here's the thing: if you're on a really good day and and you look and you're like, oh gosh, I got to go well, in. Well, then it's a bad day. You're gonna ruin your entire day. Yeah. So just check in regardless of your mood. Oh no. Man. Even better if you check in. So here's the thing: if you check in when you're in a bad mood and you don't have to serve, made your day 100 percent better. Yeah, but it's just gonna make things. It's like, oh man, I shouldn't have checked. I was having a bad day. Let us know what you guys think in the comments. Do you do you check for bad news on a bad day? Because you're already having a bad day and it can't get any worse. That's what but I But then do. you're making it worse. Or on a good day, you've got the good juice going, right? Your yeah. juice is hot. Yeah, no, I understand that. Here's and it's like, I, don't, I, don't, I can't lose right now. I'm hitting, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't assume that those things are related. These, these, I'm just getting bucket after bucket. And then you check it. Oh, he's on fire. Nah, That's what I'm that thinking. Way, there's no, there's no uh, universal momentum in terms of mood or, or, or whatnot. You I know? think there's universal momentum. No, I don't think there's any universal momentum. I totally momentum. think there is. It's isolated influence, man. <laughs> there's no such thing as universal momentum. Anyways, Wrestling Inc. <laughs> adds that once Shane O'Mac is done with jury duty, guilty. Mm, um, guilty. Uh, that his feud with Kevin Owens, hooray, will resume. Nice. See, I would love to do jury duty. I've just got way, we have way too much to do. And October is literally the worst time yeah, I know. in history to do it. Is there a phone number? Is there someone you can call and say, hey, this is, this is messed up. I can't do this. Because uh, you already put in the thing that said you can't do it because of self-employment stuff, right? So I put in a thing that said it was like self-employment. I can't do it. Yeah. And then, and then I remembered that, I, oh, yeah, I've got a kid that i got to pick up every day at 430. And so uh, I, I wrote an email that said, email us if you, if you want an excuse. And so I said, I wrote both those things in that email, very sternly worded email. Yeah. And so now I got to check my status on that. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, maybe during post-show, we'll check your status. <sighs> yeah, I think I'm having a good day. I got to check this voicemail, hopefully, from uh, the carpet. Did they leave a voicemail? Voicemail. They didn't this even this leave show's less about wrestling and more just what was going on, going on in our lives right now. Pretty much. Oh, they did leave a voicemail. Nice. Let's see if this is good news. Well, did, will I transcribe it? Um, do you get the transcribing of voicemails? I think I can, but I have not set it up. Oh, all right. So I don't know. You're actually going to listen to a voicemail on the show. I don't know. Maybe. Let's see here. Well, don't put it on speaker. I don't want to hear it. I'm not going to put I'm trying. I'm trying to make it as low as possible. Is this them? Just put it up to ear. I don't want to hear it. All right. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm trying not to. Let's see. Here My goodness. My goodness. There's local auto guy, and he's got a Matt Chat question. Oh, take it away, a local auto, auto repairman. Well, here, while you do that, I'll move on to Raw Preview. It's been a slow news day, so just move on to Raw Preview. Wait.
That's bad news. I heard part of that. No, it's okay. It's it was one of those things where if he gave me the answer that's cheaper for me, uh-huh. I would have had to have like gone somewhere else. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit more expensive, not by much. But the convenience is there. You don't. Have to... They already have the car. Just do the stupid thing. Yeah, that's fine. So it was kind of a neutral thing. Kind of a neutral thing. If this is replacing the motor in the window. That's not that expensive. I don't think. I think I've had that done before. Well, I got I got an extended warranty. It's all oh, there good. you go. Yeah. Uh, let's do a raw preview first. Item Stone Cold Steve Austin to moderate Universal Championship contract signing between Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman one week after the Universal title contract signing between Raw Tag Team Champions Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman for WWE Clash of Champions ended in chaos thanks to the OC. WWE Hall of Famer Stone Cold Steve Austin returns to his old stomping grounds, Madison Square Garden, to preside over this anticipated contract signing and raise some hell if he needs to. After U.S. champion A.J. Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, Carl Anderson spoiled Rollins and Strowman's contract signing, Austin took to Twitter, announcing that he would make sure the contract signing goes down like it's supposed to next week, and that's the bottom line. Remembering that Rollins received Austin's seal of approval. Was that Ed Edwards doing us? That's cold? the bottom line, son. <laughs> yeah. Remembering that Rollins received Austin's seal of approval on Raw last month. That was via Skype, in case you forgot. Yeah. Strowman seems wary of the WB Hall of Famer's return, state, stating plainly that if Austin steps out of line with the monster among men, he'll get these hands. hands. However, just about anyone who has crossed the Texas Rattlesnake over the past 20-plus years has gotten a stunner for their trouble. No matter their size. I wonder what the ticket sales situation is like at the MSG shows tonight and tomorrow. I know one of the reasons, or I read one of the reasons they apparently brought Stone Cold on. Sell tickets. Weren't moving. MSG raw tickets. Uh, Let's see here. News. News. Uh, Let's see here. Four hours ago. What was the ringside news? Uh, well, five days ago, WWE fails to sell out Madison Square Garden shows with one week to go. Yeah. So as a week ago, that's potentially an issue. Um, let's see here. What's this? Wrestling news. Wrestling news. I never know who's good or not anymore. Let's see here. Uh, good reason. Undertaker. Okay, so seventy-five percent of Raw and fifty-five. That's according to the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter. So that's like late last week. All right, that'll sell out. I'll get a good good walk-up business. Maybe. Anyways, uh, next. Raw King of the Ring semifinal match becomes a triple threat. Anything can happen in WWE, and if you're Baron Corbin, the surprises aren't always pleasant. After Ricochet and Samoa Joe's King of the Ring quarterfinal bout ended in a rarely seen double pinfall, WWE officials determined that both superstars would advance to the semifinal round on Raw's side of the bracket. As such, Corbin who defeated an injured Cedric Alexander in my own quarterfinal match, yeah. will meet WWE's resident superhero and the Samoan Shark in a triple threat match Monday night on Raw. The winner of that semifinal match will go on to face a superstar from SmackDown Live in the final match of the 2019 King of the Ring tournament. Which one of these three intensely competitive superstars will advance? What's your early word, Larson? What do you say? Rick Shea. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. But man... Baron might be making a good. Baron might be having the kind of King of the Ring where they're changing things on the fly. Oh, you think so? Maybe. Maybe. Next, the battle of WWE's four horsewomen. After SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey helped Sasha Banks obliterate Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair in separate attacks on Raw and SmackDown this past week, the man and the queen will form an unexpected alliance against the brutal best friends and momental. Monumental. Sorry, momental's not a word. Monumental tag match involving all of WWE's four horsewomen. 
before the highly anticipated showdown, ESPN spoke with all four of the ground break all four of the groundbreaking competitors. It's the well in the first one. With Lynch poised to defend her title against the boss and Flair challenging Bailey for her championship next Sunday at WB Clash Champions, who will gain key momentum? It's all about momentum. Who's got the trademark to the four horsemen? Good question. I wonder if WWE owns that. Maybe. They snapped up those tapes, the library. Maybe did they the, the snapped WCW? up like rights to WCW's intellectual property then too? I would think so. That would make sense. Yeah, you would. You would. Uh-huh. You would. I was going to say, there. like, could Ric Flair be uh, Sue Happy over that, too? Woo. Next, Rey Mysterio returns to action against old Grand Metalik. This is going to be a hot match. Man. Yeah, it's going to be great. Three weeks after his son Dominic pulled him from the brink of retirement, Rey Mysterio will compete on Monday Night Raw, taking on fellow luchador Grand Metalik of Lucha House Party in one-on-one combat. With Dominic, a.k.a. Walter, no doubt watching closely, how will the ultimate underdog fare against the high-flying Metalik? As the Masked Warriors square off in the legendary Madison Square Garden, this could be a star-making performance for Grand Metalik, who has, I like the Lucha House Party, but he's languished, uh, non-featured really, in the Lucha House Party. And I've always got the feeling with Grand Metalik that we haven't even scratched the surface as to what this guy can actually do. He had some really good matches in the first Cruiserweight Classic. Yes. This could be the kind of thing where Vince watches this match at Raw and is like, whoa, who is this guy? Where did he come Mm -hmm. from? Kind of like we saw with Ray and Andrade. We've seen this with Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander, Ali. All guys who they'll put on a match and then they'll just get, I'm not going to say shot to the moon, but you'll see them on TV a lot. Grand Metalik, this, this match right here, that could do this for him. Spotlight. Yeah. So this is from SE Scoops in March. Uh, apparently, a company, Toot Toot LLC, filed for the trademark of Four Horsemen. And apparently, Toot Toot LLC is based out of Huntsville, Alabama. has the same mailing address as First Family Mortgage. Oh, wow. So that would be Conrad Thompson's applying for the trademark, according to When SC was Scoops that? In March of this year. March? It's about six months. I wonder if it. Uh, I wonder if it. If it already fought like we're doing trademark stuff right now. What's the serial number right there? I wonder if that's. This might be for non wrestling oh, stuff. Okay. Non news. Yeah. Well, alcoholic beverages, huh? Interesting. Yeah. Wow. What are you doing, Conrad? I'm putting together my own my, my own wrestling company. Well, this one. Well, it's from Ringside. Never mind. <laughs> it's called Chat Me Up Wrestling. Look at that. Interesting, interesting. Ooh, ooh, whoa, whoa. Hmm. Hmm. Would you like to read Cedric Alexander? Yes, sorry. Looks sorry. for payback. Sorry. Cedric Alexander looks for payback against AJ Styles. Styles. A, a backstage attacked by the OC hindered Cedric Alexander's chances of advancing in the King of the Ring tournament on Raw. And now this astounding this astoundingly athletic superstar will have a chance to at retribution against US champion AJ Styles when he battles the phenomenal one this Monday night. With his King of the Ring dreams tarnished by Styles and his nefarious allies, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, Anderson. Alexander will no doubt hold nothing back against the U.S. champion. Will Alexander settle the score? No. Run in from OC, U.S. title match, Clash of Champions this weekend. Seems right. That sounds right. Uh, So you think, I think we're always going to be pretty good tonight, man. I hope so. I read something on Twitter where Vince uh, told his writers, hey, do really good work. Be more creative. (laughs) That's awesome. I really hope that was a line. I hope so too. We need you to guide. Look, here's the thing. Usually, you gotta be more creative. Usually, you're you're creative. 
But now I need you to be more creative. More creative. Yeah. My son's on jury duty. <laughs> I can't count on him to be creative. <laughs> have you have you ever been on jury duty before? Yeah, I serve. I've never actually served on a jury, neither, yeah. but I've been in. I've been called in and and uh, managed to get myself out of the predicament. Yeah, I I was mildly upset. I was I wasn't sad, but like I wasn't about to. You know, they ask you all these questions because I was in the pool. Yeah, I've been in the pool. A couple yeah. Times, yeah, they ask you all these questions, and I was just keeping it real. Yeah, no, no, I feel like nobody else was keeping it real. Yeah, that's a good point. And they, it was like they all wanted the approval of these people. I was like, yeah, listen, I don't, get that. I don't want your freaking approval. I'm going to look. I know you. You're shady. And you over there, you're shady. You guys will cheat. I can't trust anybody here. And that's what I told them. Mm-hmm. But in very diplomatic terms. Yeah. Right? And then they had me go to lunch and I came back and they're like, you're excused. I'm like, you couldn't yeah. have told me that 45 minutes ago? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, did you get to eat someplace nice downtown at least? They said, do you believe cops? I said, no, nah, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust them they have a job to do they they'll look like jerks if they admit that you know they did their job wrong mm-hmm. which i think everybody does their job wrong cops included i don't trust anybody man dta dta that's what i say <laughs> i said that i don't trust cops <laughs> oh man <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> see Pena, what happens when keeping it real goes wrong? I'm going to land in prison or federal time for evading jury duty. Uh, we got some qu- Oh, One time I got a thing, a summons for federal jury duty. I did the thing where it's like, no, I can't. I'm self-employed. And I haven't heard anything back. Did I not fill it in right? Did, it, did they not receive it? Maybe. Maybe it got lost in the mail. That'd be a bummer for you, huh? Well... Maybe I, here I, I'm still telling you post show or overrun this post show. We're gonna check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. I think I got some good juice today. I feel good. All right, I think might I ruin good. everything. Eh. Matt Dale, sixteen friendos, give me strength studying for math test. Best of luck. Math test. Oh no. Math test. Kai Highwell, been a while, but I'm back. All the best friendos. Welcome back, Kai. Uh, Jeffrey Nguyen, I listen to sad music when I'm sad. Oh, and drink. Um, when you're when you're in a down mood, do you listen to the slower down music or do you listen to up upbeat uplifting music uh, to cheer you up i'm not in my do you wallow in your depression not in my 20s anymore my teens anymore i used to do that sure but these days if i'm feeling down now if i'm feeling down these days i just put the reset i just press the reset button on stuff like i'll like look i don't want anything else to go wrong i want to be down i'm just gonna sit down in front of the tv and do nothing that's what i usually do i don't really get down that often these days though so I don't know. I try to if I'm down about something, I try to fix it. Yeah, you know. But I don't know. But no, I don't do that. I don't, if I'm down, I don't. I don't try to make me feel more down. Yeah, it was like wallowing in like sad music, or whatever. That ain't gonna help nothing. No, it's not. When I was a teenager, yeah, man. Oh, it totally did. It didn't, but you felt like it did. You felt like other people understood you. <laughs> Jose Alaguna, what does Baron Corbin's pickup line sound like? Hey. Do you like rented Ferraris? Do you would you like to see my skull collection? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you like human skulls? Hey, did you know I get paid for my Twitter opinions? They pay me in rented Ferraris. Uh, Nick C, I know it's late, but happy birthday, Steve. Thank you, Tim Spulak. If you could become an honorary member of any faction and receive all the merchandise from that faction, what faction would you join? Does time factor into the equation? Because it would have been Bullet Club from a couple of years ago. These days, 
these, I mean, the what, what do you think makes more? What do you think makes more money in merchandise right now? Being in the elite, being a member of the elite, or Bullet Club, or Bullet Club, probably the elite, probably right. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Because like that stuff isn't even in Hot Topic anymore. Mm-hmm. It cooled off. Although I heard that Lij merch sells hot, like hotcakes in Japan, but that was like a year ago when I heard that. When I'll I go with that. Lij because most of their merch looks pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. Um, are there any factions in WWE that? Oh, Undisputed Era I think sells really good. Yeah, but they're, all their their shirts are not good looking. Well, I would just want the money. That's not what it says. You get all the merch, right? It says receive all merchandise from that faction. Oh, I thought he meant money. No, talk about just the quality of the merch. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Lij stuff looks pretty cool. The elite's got a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of stuff. They, they have do a lot have a of good stuff. stuff. Uh, Dragon Reborn says L.A. Dojo kicking some butt in Young Lions Cup. Is that happening right now? I think so. Really need to pay more attention. Juan Guerrero Jr., Mr. Triple Mania, has an apropos question. What is more likely to happen primero first? Stephen Larson attending Triple Mania in person or Stephen Larson attending Wrestle Kingdom in person? Probably Wrestle Kingdom. Probably that would happen first. It would be easier for us to get the Triple Mania. For sure, yeah. That's true. It'd be less expensive. That's true. We had some some friendo ages ago uh, offering to, uh, it was like a pre-Epico type situation where he was like offering to send us to mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, I didn't I didn't know the guy. He was just like yeah. one random email. And I'm yeah. like, this feels like some sort of black market organ stealing situation. Yeah, it was. He's was like, hey, come out to Wrestle Kingdom. And then you get there and they chloroform you and you wake up yeah. in a tub with ice saying, we took your kidneys. No kidneys. <laughs> I need those, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. <laughs> this is a great question. Uh, Steven Hansen. Who would you add to Undisputed Era to make it a bloated, uncool mess like the later NWO? Kona Reeves. Yeah, that was the first name that popped on my mind, too. Kona Reeves. Kona Reeves. Dan Matha. Oh, wow. Riddick Moss. Yeah. Yeah, they're totally an Undisputed B team right there. And then it's like somebody who's popular doesn't make sense, like Champa. Yeah. Like, but Champa like doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but they're just like putting him in Ciampa there. Champa should be his own, his own, like a solo act, his own guy. For like one week, like one, like a one week ratings bump. Yeah. That makes that makes no sense beyond that. Yeah. Who's who's the DDP in this situation? The one that's constantly uh, trying to be recruited, but uh, says no in dramatic fashion. The first person to really lay their hands on undisputed air. This new bloated undisputed air. Well, I mean, it's got to be Gargano, right? I feel like Gar- yeah, he's someone who's coming up from the mid card because okay. that was what really propelled DDP to the main event. I don't see them ever like trying to recruit Dream. Somebody coming up from the mid card, like, like a Dijakovic Keith Lee or a Dijakovic. Yeah, yeah. Dijakovic. Yeah. Uh, Rich Hardesty Corbin. Hey, you're not with me. Please be with me. Please be with me. You're not with me though. Please be with me. Hey, I want to be in you. Wow. Wow, man. That's awfully direct there, Baron. It's <laughs> very direct. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Breakout Blake Elizondo. Should NXT UK... See, this is Blake Elizondo's gimmick now because he was the one who came up with that great idea to redub another NXT that's developmental that stays on the network. Yes, yes, yes. Breakout. So he's dubbed himself Breakout. He's got another question about 
NXT Nomen. Yeah. Should NXT UK get a new name like the UKW or something? That sounds like a failed football league. It just feels awkward when a promo goes, this is my NXT UK or the word soup of NXT UK takeover Blackpool. They literally had to have Sid Scala start talking Mm -hmm. for Johnny Saint. I'm pretty sure because of that one promo where he just called it every name in the book. Yeah. NXT, UK NXT uh, takeover Blackpool takeover takeover NXT. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of letters and words to get through, but I don't, I don't. I think if they rebrand it something else, they'd lose the association with NXT. I think there has been, which is kind of necessary at this point, a collective decision on the part of the crowd and the performers that it's okay to chant NXT, NXT, but and then when they say this is my NXT, they say this is my NXT. Yeah. But then in every other way, they refer to it NXT UK. Mm-hmm. So I think they've figured it out. Yeah, it's I don't fine. think it's too awkward. It's fine. Anthony Tobias, do you think AEW only do shows in the South and East Coast for now due to where their base of operations is? My understanding is a lot of the first shows, locations were decided based on... Uh, analytics. Yeah, analytics. Pay-per-view orders, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like what they thought were the hotter markets in terms of number of, of pay-per-views ordered. Mm-hmm. Those apparently got some of the first shows. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Raymond Earl, what is the next big pay-per-view you guys are going to try to go to? It could be from any promotion. Mm, probably next time something AEW does something on the West Coast. I would totally go to Vegas again yeah. for Double or Nothing 2 if they yeah. do another one if of those. If they have another StarCast, yeah. Um, I would totally do that. Yeah. Um, or if they had, you know, if their next pay-per-view is in Southern California, I'd do yeah. that. Uh, the rumor is that Mania 37 is going to be in L.A., right? Either L.A. or Vegas, yeah. I would I would totally consider going to Tampa Bay for 36 and do and do Mania without Mania. Maybe do WrestleCon. Do Wrestle, yeah, because I'd love to do WrestleCon. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind doing that, catch a bunch of indie shows, and mm-hmm. then live stream Mania from, mm-hmm. from our place. Rental. Yeah, from the rental. Uh, Dragon Reborn says easy fix. Call it NXT. Oh, T-E-A. I get it. T E A NXT. T. Fancy some NXT. Mm. Might be some scones with that. Mm, sounds good. I'm hungry. Nikyle, what is the reason a lot of pay per view matches in WWE are booked or announced on WWE's social media nowadays? It's just the way things are now. It's the era we live in. Yep. It's all about trending and engagement. Oh, wow. Great question. All those buzzwords. What? Uh, Justin Warren, if there was a going in raw signature signature sandwich, what would it be? Mm-hmm. If you had the Steve here or the Ann Larson sandwich, what would they be? All right, go ahead. What would the Ann Larson be? I feel like it would be hot pastrami. Yeah, okay. Um, some sort of wheat or, or, or nine-grain bread thing, mm-hmm. container to put meat in. Mm-hmm. You need some uh, Trader Joe's. They have this really good uh, mustard, a- garlic aioli. Yeah. Put that on there yeah. and put some coleslaw. Yeah. That might be it. Uh, mine probably just be like a variation on French dip. I've never had like I've every time I go to a restaurant they got a French dip. I'll try it out because I've yet to. I haven't had a French dip like the one I had at Felipe's mm-hmm. in L.A. like twenty years ago. Yeah, because like nobody really does it where the bread is like super soft. Mm-hmm. 
I hate that. I know that's my problem too. Is like you get a stale French roll half the time. I just I want some really soft bread. You need some in my soft French bread, dip. but you need something that holds together. So when you dip it in the in the in the stuff, a it jus. doesn't fall apart. Right, exactly. So yeah. I understand why they might use a stiffer bread. Yeah, but there's a middle ground there. There is totally another problem too. Is they get the meat and it's overcooked and they don't cut it thin enough, mm-hmm. so it's chewy. Yeah, you got to shave that stuff super thin. Yeah, get some onions in that. Yeah, get some grilled onions on Option there. Option for some Swiss cheese if you or want. Or put uh, some some horseradish on horseradish, there too. Horseradish, yeah. Sure. I'm not usually a fan, but in like a small amount on a French dip, I'm oh, cool with that. Yeah, horseradish is the bee's knees, man. So I'd be a French dip. I'm a bit of a dip anyway, so I think that makes sense. Uh, and of course, I'm all about the juice these days. You've got yeah, good juice. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's my new thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, Alex Foster. Larson. What? How many weeks into Matt Taven and the Kingdom joining NXT will Steve be singing their praises? Here's a way that he might if they have the Kingdom reunion with one Mike Bennett. Yeah. That could be the gateway for you appreciating the Kingdom. So here's the thing, dude. Here's the thing. I believe that those guys might have some untapped juice. Okay? All right. I think it's entirely conceivable that they could show up in NXT and the, the brain trust there in NXT would be able to tap into some of that untapped juice. And, uh, and then I would end up liking them. So I, I look, man, it's completely, it's completely conceivable that that is possible. Yeah. Uh, It would take them going to NXT. And, uh, if they were used properly, I, I could conceivably be all about it. I'd be fine with that. Five weeks. What is, uh, (laughs) yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, what's this right here? Oh, there's something about uh, apparently Bellator's made an offer to TJP to come fight. I was looking at that NXT UK mid-card title oh. story. What's that all about? I want to no, know more about that. Maybe save that for overrun. Let me break, break some real news here. This is from uh, Belt Fan Dan. That uh, an NXT UK mid-card title might be in the works. Oh, wow. This is from Wrestling Inc. That's cool. I didn't know TJP had a MMA experience. They need a mid card title, man. That title yeah, does not do. change hands very often. That hey, know. if anything symbolizes that Walter, they plan on keeping that on Walter. They have no, they have no plans for anybody else. They'll create a mid card title. They will create a mid card title. Yeah. yeah. Another question about titles here. Jordan Charlie, Devon will be the first person to win it. Awesome. Yeah. Charlie Baldwin, do you think Triple H will have the titles redesigned after he takes over to make them less look less toy like? In uh, Charlie's opinion, titles not looking prestigious is the first thing that devalues them. No, I think that I think the top titles in in WWE. I think all the titles except for the U.S. title. I think they all look pretty stellar. Mm-hmm. I do. The tag title is a little weird, but I think they all look pretty good. Mm-hmm. The U.S. title is is looks like a toy. Yeah, everything I else I think looks great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Rao asks, "What are the chances of Bailey going bald?" For the definite heel turn. Well, it need to be bald with goatee. Hungry boy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why that would happen. I don't know either. She would shave her head. Well, then she has to grow a goatee too. Well, the thing that I like this here is what are the chances of Bailey going bald? So oh, like, like it would happen naturally. 
<laughs> start getting male pattern baldness. Probably start no falling out. <laughs> she, she she interacts with Ilya, gets some of the radioactivity. There you go. And she starts like all of her hair starts falling out. She grows a <laughs> third arm. So she can do like an extra strong Bailey. Competitive to advantage. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Nguyen. People throw up when they get next to her. <laughs> Competitive <laughs> advantage. Jeffrey Nguyen, the kingdom versus forgotten sons. Book it. He's all about that. Well, the, it would ultimately take place in the dumpster match because the kingdom. No, is, junkyard match. Junkyard. Sorry. Yeah. Because the kingdom is trash and the forgotten sons hangs out with trash. In, in a in a junkyard, junkyard, junkyard match, yeah. And the Forgotten Sons go over by putting the kingdom in a trash compactor, like Evil Superman did, like Id Superman did, yeah, to Ego Superman, yeah, or vice versa, yeah. I think you got that right. <laughs> Anyways, that, I think that's a good show. I think our stream might be dead too. Yeah, it's having some issues. Let's see here. Taven ruined the stream. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we've had some issues today. <laughs> we'll be back in a little bit uh, if we get the stuff all worked out for Overrun. Yeah. We'll find out if Steve has to serve jury duty. Oh, now. man. I'm feeling I got some juice for today. a whole month, you're, you're essentially on call? It says you're on call for the month. That's ridiculous. It's terrible. I don't know if that means you're on call and then if they have you come in and they dismiss you, you're good. I think that's what it I means. that's typically what it means. But I, every day, like that's an, an anxiety attack every day. Well, I mean, for, for, for local, it's just a week. They pay out 50 bucks a day, though. That's much better than... It's like 15 on state, isn't it? I thought it was five. <laughs> I thought it was 15. But like my wife, she was, she was all about it. She was like, dude, just give it to me. I'm I don't like, think it works that way. Though. I can't actually do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not even sure I can hand it over to my dad. Like legally, I know I can't. Yeah, yeah. But could my dad fool them? Me the same name. It's the same name. Yeah, he'd be down. Yeah, you know, big old whatever. So I don't know. We'll see. I got to talk to somebody though. I gotta. I gotta make haste on that. If I yeah, you do. It's it's all next month, right? Oh, I don't know if I don't have my jury duty thing. Oh, you don't have the number to access. I wonder if I took a picture of it. Sometimes I do that. We'll figure this all out and post post an overrun. Or our streams. Our streams dying. So pretty much dead. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.